Hey, what's going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the four-game NBA preseason slate on Wednesday. If it's your first time watching, uh, I cover content for NBA, NFL, daily fantasy sports, as well as for player prop sites like Prospects Underdog and Parlay Play. Guys, if you're not on Parlay Play, you can use the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus, or you can use the code DKDFS. But it's a player prop site, and uh, they have a lot of different sports. You can win up to 75 extra money as well. So if you guys want to give it a try, again, link is down below. If you're interested in more content, you can check my Patreon linked in the description. Been truly just an unbelievable run uh, for the preseason with DFS and with uh, prop stuff. So let's recap everything from last night before we get into the video. So Last night um, was my first losing night in DFS in over a week. Uh, and my pivot, for, and it was just so, so tilting. Because I had Hunter Tyson, and I pivoted to Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher ran the massive foul trouble to bail out the faders. Fouls out in 13 minutes. Just absolutely incredible stuff. I cash in low stakes tournaments, but just missed in high stakes. So we can quickly go over my lineup. But yeah, that was so, 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 so tilting. Um, and we talked about this, what, what was a huge edge uh, by... Looking at the Vegas odds and determining that I thought there's a good chance that the Denver starters were not going to play. There was no news on that before lock. And then once all the games locked, we got news that the Denver starters were out. So we got guys like Tyson and Watson and, you know, those other Denver value plays at really low ownership. So that was a huge, huge edge. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my pivot there cost me. Again, if I kept Tyson, uh, I would have won $700 more. So a little bit frustrating about that. But. Um, yeah, and I ate the Knicks chalk, uh, you know, played, I was surprised how low Owen Tatum was, especially after the quote that we got from the Celtics. So yeah, I wanted uh, the Celtic stars and the Bulls stars. We know those guys, we knew those guys were going to play the most. And then I stuck with Bones Highlands. I knew he'd be low owned and I needed to kind of make up ground there, um, in the late game. So that was the recap there. And then for player pop stuff, I mean, I want over the last week, I want to see what my exact record as an underdog. It's over 90% over this last week. Went 13 and 1 yesterday in underdog props. 13 and 1. We hit Patrick Williams over points. We had Dennis Schroeder over PRA. We hit Vucevic over PRA. We hit Levine over points. We have Jalen Williams over points. We have Paul George over points. We have Porzingis over PRA. Drew Holiday over PRA. Tatum over PRA. Vooch over points. Siakam over PRA. Quentin Grimes over PRA. McBride over PRA. Scott, Scotty Barnes pushed his assist. And Rosen was my one and only miss. And he finished with 21 PRA. Hooked me. One and only miss. An insane, and I mean insane, day yesterday for player props. And it's been like this every, basically every single day for NBA preseason. Um, it all but one slipped. Only, only missed one was, uh, was DeRozan there, so... Uh, like I said, it's been an absolutely insane run here. And let's see if we can keep it going for the last three days of the NBA preseason. But like I said, if you're looking for props or more content for DFS, all those updates, injury news, starting lineups, you know, news on minutes, link is in the description. Uh, that is all posted to my Patreon. Okay, so we'll start with Brooklyn and Miami. So Brooklyn last game ran their starters decent minutes. You saw Dinwiddie and Ben Simmons play the most. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Dennis Smith Jr. did not play in the most recent games. So we'll keep an eye on the status of them. Mikel Bridges, I believe, was just rest, though. Uh, yeah, so I think he will be back. Now, assuming everyone's good to go and assuming they play, you know, mid to high 20s minutes, then uh, I think Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, and Mikel Bridges would be my three favorite options here. Uh, ben Simmons, stat sheet stuffer, I mean, he had uh, a decent DFS game. He what? He finished with eight points, nine assists, six rebounds, three steals, and a block, but also had eight turnovers. So not great for real-life basketball, but uh, Ben Simmons has been much more aggressive looking for a shot in the preseason. 
And we know he has that floor of the peripheral stats. So I think he's a pretty safe option. Cam Thomas, I, I think you could argue is the higher ceiling. He's making his shots, but a little bit more score independent. Again, Bridges, we know if he's out there, he's going to chuck. Um, also, Nick Claxton, I think, is pretty safe at 5.8K. Uh, you know, not necessarily the best matchup, but uh, cheap price point for a guy that, you know, is about a fancy point per minute guy. And then I expect Aaron Sharp to play the backup five. He's 3.9K. I actually think he's a pretty good value. Uh, you know, we were last late. I found it interesting that Harry Giles got some ownership because we got news that Clax and Dayron Sharp are both in. And then the most recent game, they were both out. So people kind of just box score watch with, with Giles and they weren't keeping up with news. Um, but yeah, assuming Clax and Sharp both are in, then, then Giles, I don't think will play unless we get some sort of confirmation that he's for sure going to get in, be in the rotation. Uh, what else? I uh, wanted to mention Darius Baisley, 3.2K. He's been playing well off the bench. I think he's another viable option. Lonnie Walker's okay as well, but uh, yeah, let's move on to Miami. So Miami last game, uh, they sat a, g- a good amount of guys. You did see Hero and Bam play, um, and they both smashed Hero and Bam. Uh, now, the injury report for, for Miami, Jaime Hawkins is out. Caleb Martin, Nikola Jovic had a degree of practice. I don't think they're going to play. Jimmy Butler also practiced. We'll see. Archie Hampton returned to practice. Um, now, we know Jimmy Butler's not a big preseason guy, but um, if he's in, I think he's playable. I just think, once again, I would prefer Bam and Hero. I think they would play more. So my two favorite options on the Miami Heat are going to be Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Last game, Bam Adebayo, 26.6 boards, three assists, three blocks. And Hero, I believe, had like a 30 bomb. Yeah, 30.6 assists, three rebounds. So those two would be my favorite options. They wouldn't look as good if Jimmy plays, but still would be my favorite top-end options. I'm not really looking to Lowry. Um, some of these value plays could be interesting if they end up resting some guys again. You know, maybe like a Kane, uh, Thomas Bryant will play the backup five. Haywood Highsmith could be a viable option. So... We, we could have some potential value depending on what Miami does exactly. Moving on to Washington and New York. Also, another thing I wanted to mention, this is New York's uh, last preseason game. Uh, they sat out, uh, the starter sat out last game, obviously. And um, so this is the Knicks' last preseason game, and this is uh, the Nets' last preseason game. Everyone else has two preseason games, so... I guess that, that, you know, the teams with, with only one game left, more more chance to, to play close to regular rotation. Now, I thought this, the same would be the case for uh, the Magic. And we actually got a report uh, that the Magic starters were going to play more. And that was just a lie. So you never know for sure. But again, I think that the teams with one game left have a bit of a better chance to play close to a dress rehearsal type rotation. But moving on to the Wizards. So Denny Avdia, uh, it looks like he will be back. He's missed the first couple of preseason games. Um, if he's in and he starts, I have some interest in him, but the two main guys would be my favorite options, Kuzma and Poole. This is where the offense is running from. These are the guys that are going to, you know, chuck the ball when they're out there. So like those two, a good amount, uh, value wise, I'm very high on Tyus Jones. 4.7 K I think is way too cheap of a price point. He didn't have the best game in the most recent game, but, um, I'm not looking too much into it. We know, you know, last year when, when John Morant missed, Tyus Jones was just a really, really solid play in DFS almost always. Um, so good point per minute guy, cheap. I expect at least 20 minutes from Tyus Jones. I like him quite a bit for value. And then Gafford, I think is a solid value as well. Decent rebounder can block some shots. Uh, I think he's a pretty good play. Uh, we'll keep an eye on what they do with the starting lineup. Cool. Bala has been getting some decent minutes, but I think with Denny Advia back, I would assume that he loses a little bit of run. Uh, what else? What else? Probably it for the Wizards. Let's move on to the Knicks. So the Knicks. Again, the starters sat uh, last game. I do expect them to be back. Now, uh, they have, what, one more game after this uh, on Friday. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, No, this is their last game. Hold on. Sorry. 
1025. Yeah, this, this is the Knicks' last game. This is the last game against the Wizards. Um, so, I do expect close to a uh, normal rotation here for the Knicks. So, that being said, Randall, Brunson, Barrett, I think all look pretty good. Uh, Brunson and Randall would be my preferred options at the top. With Barrett being close enough in price, I would just rather get to Brunson and Randall, who do more of the peripheral stats. So, I think those two look pretty good, pretty safe. Like I said, I expect uh, good minutes for those guys. High 20s, I think, is a pretty fair guess. Mitchell Robinson's kind of there for me. Um, some of these other value plays got priced up from when the Knicks rested guys. So I don't know if I get to like guys like Grimes or McBride or anyone like that. Quickly would be the guy I would look to if I had to play cheap Nick. Um, he also sat out last game, but we know he's going to play the backup point and he's going to come off the bench and he's going to shoot. So uh, it's really the main guys for me. And then I think quickly for value. Houston and San Antonio. So Houston, Ben giving the starters decent minutes. You know, Ben playing into the third quarter. So I'm assuming we get at least that. Jalen Green missed last game. I think he's expected to be back though. Was a little bit frustrating. After lock, we got news that Tari Eason and Jock Landell were both out. Um, and we didn't get that news until after lock. So that was a little bit frustrating for sure. But as far as the main guys go, you get Shingun at 8-8, Van Fleet 8-4, Jabari Smith 7-1, Jalen Green at 7K. I mean, I think your safest bet is Shingun uh, just because, again, he can contribute in a lot of different ways. He, he really did not have a good game last game. And he still salvaged a decent fantasy point outing because he had like a few steals, a few blocks as well. So... I think Shingun's your safest. Van Fleet's been, we haven't seen the ceiling from him yet, but I think he's playable. Jabari Smith would probably be my next favorite option. He kind of had a quiet game last game, but he's been much more aggressive in the preseason looking for his own shot. So I do like that. Uh, Dylan Brooks, we know is cheap. Again, he should play in the second half. He's playable at 4K. And a couple guys off the bench, assuming they play Tari Eason would be uh, someone I would have some interest in as well as uh, Thompson. Now for the Spurs, here's the quote for the Spurs. Again, we don't have a ton of news on a lot of these teams, but... Uh, Pop says to get a look at something approaching a regular season rotation over the last two games. So I'm thinking starters play a little bit into the fourth quarter here. So I think a fair guess for the main guys' minutes is probably high 20s, uh, maybe maybe even pushing close to 30 minutes. So that being said, I mean, I think Victor Wembayama is one of the best spin-ups in the slate. Uh, this game should be played at a fast, play, fast pace. There should be very little defense played. So I really like Wembayama there at the top. And then as far as the other guys go, uh, Keldon, Vassell, Zach Collins, Sohan, I think are all solid options. I think Zach Collins would be my next favorite option. He's played extremely well in the first two preseason games that he's been in. Um, I think Jeremy Sohan's interesting. I mean, he had, I still cannot believe that first half from him. That was my one miss the other day on PRA and underdog. I had his over 17 PRA. He finished with 15. He had two PRA at half with like all, a lot of the main guys out. And he was playing the point guard position. I'm like, how is that even possible? I don't understand how that was possible. But I'm still going to have some interest in Sohan. Complete outlier first half last game. Uh, Trey Jones, uh, I don't think starts. Like, I think Jeremy Sohan is going to be the, the team's starting point guard. So I think their starting lineup is going to be Sohan, Vassell, Keldon, Wembayama, and Zach Collins. So Trey Jones still playable off the bench. I'd rather go to Sohan, though. And then if you needed some value, a couple of other guys I'll mention off the bench. Chetty Osman, 4-7, has played well so far. And then uh, Bassie, we know is a good point-per-minute guy. He'll play the backup five. Finally, Sacramento and Golden State. Uh, so no news on minutes for either of these teams. But I'm assuming we get, you know, starters minutes into the second half. My question is, I mean, when will the Sabonis faders learn their lesson, man? When will they learn? Uh, no, but seriously, uh, at the top, I think Sabonis is right there with Wembayama as one of the best bet-ups on the board. Uh, you know, this game should be played at a fast pace. So I do like Sabonis quite a bit. I think Darren Fox is a solid option as well, has a similar ceiling, but I think Sabonis has the higher floor. 
The other King starters, eh, you know, Murray, Barnes, Herter, eh, 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 right? It's like, yeah, they're they're filler pieces for me. I'm not going to prioritize any of those guys. Uh, Malik Monk, I think, is a little bit interesting off the bench. This guy has a low floor, but a high ceiling. Like, he's one of those guys, like, quickly. He's going to come off the bench, and he's going to shoot. If he's making his shots, this guy does have a pretty high ceiling. Uh, probably not going to get to anyone else. I mean, I'll mention if McGee plays, he most likely plays the backup five, and he's a good point per minute guy. So, also a revenge shame narrative. If you needed, like, a really cheap guy and he's in, he probably plays low teens minutes and is over fantasy point per minute. So, he could be a potential value there for the Kings. Finally, the Warriors. So, last game, they rested Curry, Chris Paul. Um, I expect those guys to be back, and I expect the starters to play into the second half here. So, that being said, you got Steph at 9K, Clay 7-4, Wiggins 7-2, Chris Paul 6-9. I mean, obviously, my favorite option at the top would be Steph Curry. I think he has the higher, highest ceiling. But the other starters, Clay, Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Clay, Wiggins, and Chris Paul, all reasonable options. Kevon Looney, 5.2K, feels a little bit underpriced, especially with Draymond Green out. You know, he's a guy that's going to eat on the glass. Off the bench, I mean, they finally priced up Kaminga. He has been playing out of his mind, and they're playing in huge minutes. Now, with the starters expected back, I think his minutes do tick down. We probably get, you know, I don't know, I would guess low to mid-20s minutes for Kaminga. I still honestly think he's playable, but it is kind of tough to click him at close to 8K coming off the bench. Ojemski uh, had, a, had an off game last game. His price went up. I'll probably pass there. Moody feels a little bit pricey. So now... Uh, again, DraftKings finally priced up these like uh, second unit young guys for Golden State, where it kind of makes it tough for me to get to any of them at their respective price points. Um, I think if I had it to target a value play, it probably would be Dario Saric. Right now, he's kind of playing the backup big position, sub 4K. Uh, I think he is a reasonable value play. Okay, guys, so that's going to wrap it up the video. As always, I really do appreciate the support. Let's see if we can keep this heater going. If you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. See you guys all in the next video.